0: Magic Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater RC. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, golden dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit wwwhermetic science That's hermetic-science-enterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of scott's discovery of witchcraft which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh till the end of may i believe so check it out now hermetic science enterprises.co.uk Enochian magic We're going to look today at some very good advice that I've been sharing with everyone for a long time, which is the advice of David R. Jones. This is not just a a piece to praise how amazing this Enochian expert is and how much he's given to all of us with his research over the years and his advice, but this is also to uh, alleviate myself from the need of having to give uh, updates because his advice is is really good and it's shared online with people who inquire about how to approach Inokian magic. It's in the in the groups, but it's slightly dated. So I always have to tell people, look, there's a few things you should know. And so rather than repeating myself over and over, I've decided to finally get to it and do a little recording on that topic. So let's get into it, shall we? Okay. David Jones starts by saying the first bit of his advice and I'll just give you what it is and then we'll talk about it and I'll go through the different books he recommends and why he recommends them and all that he says one must first go to the basics that Dee himself used. And and don't judge David R. Jones' writing by this. His writing's excellent, his papers are excellent, they're online, you can go check them out, you absolutely should read them. You'll probably read them many, many times if you're an Enochian scholar or aspiring to be one, or simply just trying to understand the system. Of course, people like me do our best to teach what bits we understand well and and so on and so forth, but yes, This doesn't represent David R. Jones's writing, is what I'm saying, because this is just some quick advice he wrote up for his his main student, and she shared it. Uh, Thank you very much, Maria, with everyone. And we've been it's been available ever since. But again, there's some new information. So I'm going to give you my commentary. He says one must first go to the basics that D himself used and to his other mathematical works, mathematical works, I should say. Yes, mathematical works. These include Agrippa, Donald Tyson's edition is fairly definitive and Abano principally. Abano of course wrote um, the uh, Heptameron allegedly is the author of the Heptameron. And I believe uh, is, you know, that, yeah, that, which is connected with the fourth book of uh, occult philosophy by pseudo Agrippa. The Magus by Barrett is a good epitome of for these starters, of these starters. Uh, D's introduction to Euclid, as well as Euclid's books themselves, the Monas Hieroglyphica, the Propae Aphoristica. Some genuine Hebrew Kabbalah is also useful. D lived at a time when this material was first making its way out of Hebrew and Aramaic and into Latin. D depended on Reuchlin, but from a magical standpoint, the Sefer Yetzirah is probably more useful rea kaplan's print edition is the only one that anyone should begin with in understanding renaissance kabbalah and i fully agree with david r jones on that last point especially rea kaplan's commentary on the Yetzirah is classic but let's go back to the beginning and start with what he first said so the monus hieroglyphica is one of D's philosophical pseudo mathematical works um cliff Wigtill, uh the uh, enochian magician on my podcast talked about it with me and gave his opinion which is that it's a little less uh miraculous than we would like to believe but you should definitely check it out at some point in your enochian journey i don't think you necessarily need to start with that because it won't teach you enochian magic just like learning the skeleton or the muscles won't help you weight lift or or get in shape you know it's great to be know all that stuff but it's not it's directly connected but sort of not. You get you get you know what I mean. So he also mentions Agrippa's version. He mentions Donald Tyson. Um uh, so I'm gonna talk about Donald Tyson's Enochian Magic for Beginners just briefly because that obviously is subtext. It's uh it's a it's a good uh it's a good overview. It's got some very funny points to it. It's out of print, but you can get it as an ebook. Um, you won't need to rely on it for studying Enochian magic at this point because there's so many newer texts that have sort of surpassed it. But it is a very good all-in-one book. And if you can ever find a soft cover version that's uh, affordable, then grab it. But it's, again, not an essential book anymore. It was for us in the 90s and Donald Tyson's uh, interpretation of the uh, purpose of Enochian magic being to uh, the bring it, being the apocalypse is very interesting of course um <laughs> he goes a bit far with it is most people's opinion but again that's uh, neither here nor there the three books of occult philosophy he mentions Donald Tyson's version because Eric this that this is dated material David R Jones advice is great but slightly dated so the new information you should know is that Eric Perdue's translation of the three books of cult philosophy far surpassed the old English, not old English, but similar you know, old translation by Robert Turner, not the contemporary Enochian author Robert Turner, but uh, Robert Turner from hundreds of years ago who translated Agrippa and Tyson painstakingly edited that version, um, putting extensive footnotes, which is why we really used it as a reference book in the nineties, especially because it was hard to read the main body of the text, but the footnotes were so wonderful. Tyson did an amazing job going through every little detail and giving you as much information as he could on that and so it was very suited to a reference book back then though we know now that it should definitely be read as a work of complete natural philosophy really uh from from page one to the final page and so uh i've been reading the new eric purdue edition it reads like butter as i always say and it's just wonderful and it's got great footnotes and the text itself is is a joy to read unlike the turner translation that tyson wonderfully annotated so Obviously, having both is nice, uh, but you should read the the Purdue translation cover to cover um, and the Donald Tyson one just has amazing footnotes and a somewhat awkward uh archaic text ultimately uh David R. Jones suggests that The Magus by Francis Barrett, a famous text. I remember when my, my grandpa gave it to me for Christmas, I think when I was 14 or something, cause you know, it was on my list and that's what my parents told him they hadn't gotten me. And so <laughs> my grandpa got me that for Christmas and God bless that, that, that old uh, World War II veteran. He spent some tough years in a Japanese concentration camp. So there you go, The Magus. And this was the edition he got me actually, I believe when it first came out. Um, the uh beige color covered one if you remember that it it surpassed the old green faded edition so the magus is a nice epitome as as david r jones says of previous works including trithemian uh scrying of spirits into crystals (laughs) drawing spirits into crystals and uh and of agrippa and and abano's heptameron and all that stuff the magus is of course barrett's uh I mean, a lot. A lot of people describe it as as him just ripping off all the previous occultists and publishing it all as his own work. But really, he was compiling a textbook for his students because he was teaching magic classes regularly in London and training students most of his life. Quite a wild guy, Francis Barrett. His the biography on him by uh, Francis King is a delight. The Flying Sorcerer, because Barrett got up to all this uh, balloonery. He was doing one. He was one of those balloonists, and the mad stories, just absolutely delightful uh, telling of it all by Francis King in The Flying Sorcerer. <laughs> all right, so what's next? Um, he mentions, David R. Jones mentions the Sefer Yetzirah as the uh, the Book of Creation. This is a key source Kabbalistic text, um, slightly older than the Bahir, Sefer Bahir, which is also a wonderful edition by a Kaplan that you should definitely check out. Um, all of these things, of course, precede the Zohar, the Book of Splendor. And uh, this covers the cortex that he references. Now, I don't really think any of these are necessary for practicing Enochian magic at all, but the place that D purists are coming from, the place they're coming from is understanding by practice, practicing D's original methodology, but is better enabled by coming from an understanding that he would have had. That's where they're, what they're thinking. And they're not altogether wrong on that in my opinion it's it's if you have time to do all this go for it i mean they'll also tell you to go master hebrew greek and latin be- and get a phd in history literature and mathematics before you study enochian magic some of them will some of them will tell you that it's you can go see the post where they tell people in the groups to say that stuff it's it's pretty intense i just uh, <laughs> get a phd in everything and then come back raw <laughs> um of course they're not all like that it's just a it's just a saucy bunch when david r jones recommends reading uh d's translation of euclid that's a geometry um i mean this is next level involvement in d's world and the elizabethan world of milieu of understanding ancient texts and it's yeah you're you're welcome to do that uh it's it's david r jones's advice and he's you know He's not a bad guy to listen to that's why i'm doing this it took way long to make happen um you don't want to know so what's next david r jones says next next one should process d's process d's own grimoire jeffrey james Enochian evocation slash magic is a good place to start as is the sadly out of print elizabethan magic by robert turner be careful with James' over-dependence on Crowley and Carol Polk Runyon in the notes. Carol Polk Runyon was one of my teachers in the nice. Note that, not that they are wrong per se, but it is one of the great problems in Enochian, as in all occultism, to mistake opinions for facts, and opinions need to be examined, analyzed, and tested. Turner's opinions are also suspect at times, and though Turner's tables and keys are essentially flawless. The same cannot be said of James, which need constantly checking against the manuscript. So one of my students in my Enochian beginner course uh, wrote me the other day that he was very thankful. I mentioned that there's a new edition of the, the Jeffrey James book. You do not need to buy the uh, secondhand copies of the Enochian magic of Dr. John D that sell for two, $300. You do not. I've examined the old edition from a friend, it's one I used to have. Compared it with the new edition; it's exactly the same. They haven't even changed the formatting. All that's thing is the uh, Llewellyn introduction, I believe, or the Wiser introduction, whatever. Which one? This isn't. Um, and I wrote a scathing review of the book based on those two introductions, which I'll post eventually. However, you have to keep in mind it's a scathing review of a book I love. So that's a fun thing because you got to be critical of stuff, even if you love it. Um, that's probably one single right. <laughs> you got to be critical stuff even if you love it honey you suck <laughs> um i'm just joking uh elizabethan magic by robert turner that's out of print I've, I've been using it heavily for the last few years as I've worked on the Enochian self-initiation stuff of John Dee. Um, but finally, I found a paperback copy that was reasonably priced. You can, you can get them. They're not too crazy. But it, again, the text is not that essential. Like if you're looking to get into practicing Enochian magic, you don't need it. You don't need the Enochian evocation of Dr. John Dee, the reprint of Enochian magic of Dr. John Dee by Jeffrey James. It's a really delightful read. Like I said, it's one of my favorites, but you absolutely don't need it. Uh, it's been surpassed um though it is fun and elizabeth magic has different latin translations uh and more complete texts if you're working on the self-initiation stuff or looking at the other tables they're better than the james tables as uh david r jones has pointed out in his in his absolutely wonderful advice so then david r jones says after you That after that, you should work your way through the primary source material of the angelic spirit actions chronologically. I find it interesting that he doesn't suggest you start there. He's a famous de-purist. I believe he's more on the Thelemic side of things um, than the Christian, um, same as his protege Maria. But uh, like Scott Stenwick, also on the Thelemic side of things rather than the Christian, like myself and Aaron Leach and and some others, it's interesting that he still recommends reading these other preparatory materials first before Dee's actual diaries it's worth noting our own Joseph H Peterson he says "Liber Mysteriorum that's John Dee's five books of mystery is unquestionably the best best place to start though comparison to the Whitby version available free online as a thesis from the British government can be valuable. Absolutely. You can compare John Dee's actions with spirits by Christopher Whitby, uh, which you can pay 100 bucks for online uh, as a book, or you can just get the PhD dissertation for free online as well. Um, It's pretty easy to find. Just Google it. And John Dee's five books of mystery are the same diary entries published by Joseph H. Peterson with beautiful Latin translations. It surpasses the jeffrey james texts in so many ways you just don't need any of you know again the new stuff has really outstripped the old stuff and uh yeah sometimes even the even the best books are the the ones with large print and thick pages and they're great because if you're a working magician then you can lots of room to make notes and that sort of thing this horrifies some people but you know a lot of these are soft cover books that are just designed to be used by a working magician and uh And that's, that's not a bad thing in my opinion. So John D's five books of mystery is absolutely the first place that everyone should start in my opinion, but, uh, to each their own. Next, um, David R. Jones suggests that you move from there to the materials in a true and faithful relation as our lovely, admin says above and the admin is for this group is of course uh his protege maria who's been doing enoki magic for crazy long um uh, klein's, uh kevin klein's complete mystical records of dr john d is the gold standard which is true with some reservations that's also true the latin is untranslated and unlike some of us learning latin is usually Considered overburdensome, so this Kevin Klein version is is the definitive version. I I think uh, David R Jones is uh, and Maria are right about that. No one really disagrees about that, except maybe Stephen Skinner, but he has valid criticisms of this text there's some valid criticisms of both the definitive editions and that's just a reality we have to live with uh obviously a true scholar of any subject has to read everything but if you're just looking to be a practitioner this version is not ideal for you unless you read latin and i don't mean read like latin like i do from a few years in grade school and then college and grad school i mean better than that like very good um though a little latin goes away a little dabble, do you and uh you should definitely learn some latin for fun um yes. And this version it comes in two versions. There's the hardcover version, out of print, of course, and hard to get, but you can get a copy if you find one for like less than a thousand dollars usually. But the new uh paperback version is a three volume version, and you get it for just over a hundred bucks, depending on where you live. And it's beautiful because it's paperback, but the pages are thicker. The hardcover version has these Bible thin pages, and this writing's very small, very hard for us old people. And the new three-volume version is paperback. The writing's really big, and there's tons of room for you to make notes. You could even make your own Latin translations in the margins if you're learning Latin. You could just get that version and do your own little pencil in your own Latin translations. But there's lots of rooms for notes as if you're a working magician or even a scholar. If you're just a collector, I mean, these aren't really the kinds of books that you collect. Um, They're not exactly auric or fine editions. They're just beautiful books that should be fun tools for you to work with. So the Kevin Klein is great. Absolutely. I compare it to my Skinner editions and make notes all the time. It's a lot of fun. Now to get to the next thing that you should understand. So David R. Jones mentions in that um he mentions Steven Skinner's. He says Steven Skinner's key to the Latin of Dr. John D spiritual diaries is a great help in this matter. So Stephen Skinner did put out a book translating all the Latin passages, which would help you with the Kevin Klein edition. But also I'll tell you the reason in a minute why he put out that ed- edition. It's, it's there's a journey here, a little bit of history that will take you, save you much time. And like a student of mine said to me the other day, hundreds of dollars on books that you don't need to spend. Um, so a little, a little Latin also goes a long way, he says, especially as the language is mildly multivalent. Yes. The Stephen Skinner edition of A True and Faithful Relation is also available for the notes, though I find them some, sometimes unintentionally humorous. Now, they definitely have disagreements as scholars um, and magicians. Humorous, and there are more than a few tabular errors that make no difference unless you are actually working with the magic, and then they can make all the difference in the world. Yeah, you see what he's saying, right? Um, You you can, though, it's like rare. You can, though, just read one of the wildly available online editions. Most of us had to struggle with that when we began those decades ago. Yes, we did. We had to begin with the Magical Child edition of the True and Faithful Relation, and that's what we're going to talk about now. So I had the old Magical Child edition from the 90s, but there was an older edition that uh is very beautiful they're both very very beautiful the thing with each of them is that well obviously they cost a lot of money now but the new stephen skinner editions have all the latin translated and they he went through the back to the original manuscripts that Cosabon himself looked at the d manuscripts and made corrections not just thousands but i believe over ten thousand something like that a crazy amount of corrections I should have looked this up. This video is already taking me like twelve hours to make, as it is. So <laughs> these editions are beautiful. You can buy them, um, but you don't. Uh, they're not as helpful as the newer editions. It's one of the weirdest things with magic and and occultism is you often do want the newer edition, even if you don't like the cover. Or, or whatever, or it costs more money, or whatever. You or co- you, they usually cost less. You just the newer editions have updated information. They correct the errors because occultism is not a big enough field to usually afford good editing and copy editing and line editing and all these things that major publishers have, which means they they also you know they miss a lot of things this is just a reality of this field for us um and occultists are very wary to send their stuff to other people experts in the field to check because not just because of disagreements but because there is there especially historically was a lot of ripping off of people um in when it came to publishing magical texts Uh, most reputable occultists have had their manuscripts ripped off at one point or another and published by other people um I wouldn't know anything about having that done to me, of course. So, looking at, for example, the true and faithful relation of John D., there's Amazon versions of the hardcover for sale for over a thousand dollars right now though you can find them on ebay and a books for for less than that again it's just not there's no reason and the super old version by Antonin publishing Co from the 70s which was in again Stephen Skinner's collaboration with Golden Horde Dragon Press 1974 that's for sale on wiser antiquarian books for only 450. I've seen that copy selling for thousands um, but yeah so that's a pretty good deal if the book were that useful it's mostly a collector's item uh, if you're a practicing an magician these books are just going to hold you back because the new editions that Stephen skinner has put out and kevin klein has put out have are just way more correct and and that is really important like david r jones riley says in his word language um it's you know these things aren't that important unless you're actually trying to do the magic so then they are important all right. So Stephen Skinner put out, finally, an updated version of the true and faithful relation that he retitled called Dr. D's John D's Spiritual Diaries. Um, and and the, he didn't translate the Latin in it, which is why he had to put out the key to the Latin, which is still useful. If you've got the Kevin Klein edition, you could get the Kevin Klein edition, the three volume one, and then get Stephen Skinner's, Skinner's Key to the Latin to work through the latin and you could use that as a process for learning the latin yourself with a you know a latin grammar as well great way to do it however you don't have to do that because this edition has been surpassed itself steven skinner's new edition has the latin translated that's the current one that people buy on amazon for example now the original edition without the latin translated the white the white covered edition has a first edition that's a fancy edition with the red cover, the big uh, partially leather-bound red cover edition of John D. Spiritual Diaries. And you can still find that, but it's a uh, first edition signed and numbered, and they even have one for sale, I believe, at Wiser Antiquarian, and it's $600 which is kind of crazy because it doesn't even have the Latin translated. I I think that would only be if someone wants to be like, I have the first edition, but no practitioner would ever value that edition anymore because it's inferior vastly for any working magician. Um, and, And people selling the, uh, regular hardcover of the first edition for again five six hundred on youtube it's is completely ridiculous because again it's an inferior version they, they're lucky to get 20 bucks for it honestly same with the uh, fine leather bound version it's maybe worth a couple hundred but not 600 us which is like a billion dollars for canadians <laughs> or wherever you are in the world i don't know i'm just being silly it's saturday night and i'm making a youtube video give me a break and now a word from our sponsors well, it's a podcast, too. I'm doing double whammy. So you can if you're on the podcast, check out the YouTube video after If you're on the YouTube. Well, yeah, that wouldn't make sense. There's really like no crossover. It seems like 10% crossover between YouTube and my podcast. So it is what it is. They're just different audiences, primarily, other than you, super fans. And I love you guys. I love all of you. I wish I could swear on YouTube. I guess you can sort of swear. OK, I fucking love all you guys. Love all you super fans. You fucking rock. Um. What's the net? Let's get through this. This is the uh, good edition that you want. The current edition that is Dr. John D's Spiritual Diary by Stephen Skinner. It's a the, the creamy, yellowy, colored, ugly looking book on Amazon. And that is the book you want after Joseph H. Peterson's um, diaries that cover from 1581 to 1583. These cover up to 1608. So those are what you want. As the main books, that's what you need now. There's a fine edition, actually, of this main book um, that you can find. It's, it's the one I have. It's the green-covered deluxe edition of this second edition. The second edition that has all the complete translations of Latin passages built into the text, and it doesn't just translate the Latin, and it still gives you the original Latin. So it's it's thank God because if it didn't, then that would just be like an absolute nightmare. But yes, there is even this. Uh, green edition as well as the red one and they have wiser antiquarian has them both so it has them both for sale right now and someone is going to get this so fast because of the video because they'll see the first edition is 600 and something uh and the 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 newer second edition which is far superior with the latin translations is only 285 and i guarantee you because of this video that will be sold out so fast so whoever got that you're very lucky good for you um Maybe I should let some of my friends know about that before I drop this video, but we'll see. We could just let the chips fall where they may. Now, what does uh, David R. Jones have to say to us next? He has to say. David R. Jones says I would also like to highly recommend Dean Wilson's companion to Enochian Magic in Practice, i.e., his Enochian Magic in Theory. It is particularly astute understanding. Of what it is to have a D-Purist POV. So a D purist point of view. And he's recommending basically both of Frater Yekida's Enochian Magic in Theory and Enochian Magic in Practice. Both by Frater Yekida out of Dublin. Excellent books. He balances the D purist perspective. This is the traditional, more dogmatic approach to Enochian magic with the Golden Dawn uh, techniques of he comes from the Golden Dawn tradition as well. And uh, balances the two as in a similar way to how Aaron Leach does. So both of those are excellent books. They're not necessarily the first books you need to get, but they are definitely in the in the top ten for sure. Now, next, David R. Jones says. Also, Aaron Leach's Essential Enochian Grimoire, Lon Milo Duquette's Enochian Vision Magic, Jason Augustus Newcomb's Practical Enochian Magic, and my own articles in the file section of On the System of Enochian Magic and Operibus Sigilo Dei Emit are all valuable with the above given proviso that opinions are not facts and all of us get them confused occasionally. So there you have it. Um Lon Milo Dequet's Enochian Vision Magic is one I haven't read cover to cover, partly because I've I've done Lon's Enochian courses in person in Vancouver. I've done Enochian magic with him. I have a very good understanding of how he approaches the system. And given that he's not only a Thelemite, but you know, one of the heads of Thelema in a way, um, I I'm just not a Thelemite. So I'm just not into that stuff at all. Um and I like my my magic un, un untinctured by Thelema much, much love for the, pra- I mean, I love, th- I love Thelemites though, because you guys are crazy and awesome, but <laughs> I'm just not one, uh, Aaron is Essential No King Grimoire, and of course the whole trilogy of an- Aaron Leach's books, uh, the first two books are excellent, Dr. Justin Sledge just gave them basically a rave review as an academic, he was basically verbally giving Aaron Leach an honorary doctorate as best he could that's what he was really doing uh if you if you if you watched that interview they they did justin sledge was really trying to be clear that this is doctoral level scholarship and sure there's mistakes in aaron leach's books for sure but and there's areas of contention and disagreement but absolutely absolutely like aaron leach should have definitely gotten a, a phd for those three books, um, without a doubt, without a doubt, an academic one. He he could have gotten one if the world was a just place. And Jason Newcomb's book is great. I love Jason Newcomb as you all know, um, <laughs> and uh, he's a friend. And uh, his approach is a little thalamic for me. But he did notice some things that other authors in the in this series of books did not notice about certain constructions of the Holy Table, for example, and, and stuff like that. So everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. And when you get to these sort of books, which are all essentially commentaries on the diaries and D's original documents, that's what these all are, commentaries on that. You're going to find strengths and weaknesses with everybody. A lot of D purists, as they are called. Uh, would tell you to discard all these secondary books. But here you have David R. Jones, the king of the deep purists, some might say, um, championing these secondary source literature authors in a in a beautiful way. And the only person he really left out of this that I think is because of the time at which his advice was written is Scott Michael Stenwick, a fellow Thelemite of his. And uh, let's take a quick quick look at the trilogy of of scott michael stanwick starting with mastering the mystical heptarchy which you can get like online for 10 bucks beautiful paperback just absolutely worthwhile and then the whole trilogy of his books the mastering of the great table and the mastering of the 30 heirs which just came out hasn't even arrived in canada yet so i haven't read it Um, but we're going to be practicing some of his methodologies from mastering the 30 heirs for sure to try and affect some kind of geographical political and governmental change so you should check his trilogy of books out again he's a thelemite but he's a nice thelemite even nicer than most thelemites the most thelemites are nice but he's awesome because he includes not only thelemic variations of the enochian prayers and conjurations but he he even includes the latin christian stuff so if you're a christian wanting to do more de purist style you have the christian paternosters and all of those sort of prayers that stenwick still supplies in his little books and it's absolutely wonderful of him he's a fabulous guy um i love him to death and uh hopefully he'll be on the podcast soon again to talk about his new book when i read it and uh yeah you should check out his books for sure um what's else I must say it's been fun spending my Saturday night, have the place to myself all day while my sister and mother are out doing fun things, uh, and uh, getting to do a little podcast with you guys and do all this is is uh, next best thing to something else that I can't imagine. I suppose I could have like just I could have done some rituals, but let's not talk about that. I'm too busy, too busy because. The early access to my Enochian course is over and you can now access it regularly. The difference is very little, but um, here's a 20% off code for you. Um, I hope this was helpful, this presentation, clearing away um, some of the cobwebs. And don't forget, if you want to ask me questions, you can join my free cyber guild at hermeticmysteryschool.com and communicate with me and the other members of my community and my weekly students and attend free lectures, classes, workshops by me and other guest presenters who come on regularly. I'm working on getting more all the time as I have uh, as I have the ability and time to do so. Now, if you're listening to this on my Hermetic podcast, come check out the full video on my Frater RC YouTube. And if you're just dropping into my channel for the first time like subscribe so that it does its thing and uh check out the enokian com, which is com. know the 20 percent off code is D-R-D-Y-E. drdye drdye i'll put a link below and you can check out my course it's great and there'll be a whole new part two to the course as well that you'll get for free registering now um but it'll cost more if you register next year for the second part. That's confusing, but the idea is the same, you get it. And please uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe and give me a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify review, all of the reviews, give me all the reviews. It's Saturday night, if you're listening to this tonight, you have no life, you have nothing else to do. And if it's Sunday, you're watching this in bed, you have plenty of time, go give me some reviews, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all the apples. Give me all the apples and the Spotify's and uh, check out my course for sure, because it's very good. And it's next year it'll go up to over 300. So it's crazy low price right now. Thank you very much. And I'm very excited to have shared with you and gone on this adventure with you tonight through uh, the magical mystery tour that is and Purism in the realm of source text primary books and secondary source materials with the illustrious guidance of David R Jones much thanks to him and the people in the Enochian studies group it's just it's an honor to be among them we we bitch, we scream we yell we moan we study we and we go back and praise God with all our hearts all our minds and all our souls and love our neighbors as ourselves one would hope So thanks to David R. Jones for his lifelong work in this field and his uh, protege, Maria. You guys are wonderful. I look forward to arguing with you very soon again online. Peace.